let me say that the political crinkle like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. I'm all good, my guy, man. Quarantine or quarantine? Hey, quarantine or quarantine. As long as you're spending with your babes, then I guess it can be a quarantine. <laughs> for me it's more of a quarantine because I've just been in the canteen eating <laughs> but um, I am so happy oh, I wish you found this uh, Zoom thing earlier though man Yeah. so like for anyone that didn't uh, who doesn't know me inside he was we were all stumped on like <laughs> on how to record on how to record on these podcasts yeah. Like, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to do the whole thing where I call in and record off the mic, but, you know, that didn't, that didn't uh, come to fruition. Manifest, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but Zoom has been staring in our faces. Uh, so, long... yeah, man. But, um, yeah, we... Yeah? I said it was been staring in our faces for the longest. For the longest, bro. For the yeah. longest. So, yeah, man. But, bro, still in the quarantine. What were we now? Eighth week? Yeah, eighth or seventh week. Eighth or seventh week. It's honestly like I, I've, bro, I'm lost. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like I, I just generally, I'm, I'm just lost with everything. With time, like you know, I was chatting to a few colleagues today. Like even if Boris, so on Sunday, Boris is going to make this big announcement about um Vaccine. quarantine and stuff. Uh, obviously, but with the information that we've got this week about UK now being the highest, having the highest death toll in Europe. I just can't see it being a, a, a positive, being positive news on Sunday. Honestly, like I can't see him coming out and saying, "Okay, guys, you know, let's all go back." Like, Let bro, like more, more dandy. the highest death toll. Yeah, it's too much. Nah, it's literally too much, bro, and it makes it's too much. It is. It's too many people have died, and it's not. It's not really right. The fact that a lot of people have lost, like, it's it's not, literally, yeah. And the thing is, it's like we're now the highest death toll in Europe, you know, second highest yeah. in the world. And it wasn't like yeah. it sprung upon us by surprise and we weren't able to react like how Italy, Italy kind of was caught by surprise and caught earlier on. And then yeah. whilst it was happening, the numbers were, were quite high. Let's not get, let's not get mm -hmm. it. But our media let us know just exactly how high it was. They kind of gave us yeah. inkling into how high it was and how much it is actually affecting and like how much is affecting the population and just how how sad it is that these things are going on yet well now that we see yeah. it happening in our own in our own lands the articles the front lines today actually read nothing about us hitting 30k deaths 30k plus deaths you know yeah. instead i'm seeing on the headlines they're trying to glamorize some of the the people that the tories have picked to represent them and show their scandals you know, doing all of this kind of um, get well propaganda for Boris Johnson and just yeah, yeah, yeah. causing 
exposing affairs of um, the professor who advised uh, Boris Johnson to actually do this lockdown, you know? And to be honest, why yeah. are they focusing on scandalous sexual political power scandal when realistically people are dying due to an incompetence in our current government? We could have easily responded to this and we're still not responding yeah. to the PPE, which is not making sense to me. <laughs> yeah, bro, we had such a heads up. Like we've, we've, we, we, we literally were ahead in, ter- in, the, in the sense that you know, we we had time to prepare for this thing, obviously. And, like, the government just fumbled the bag. Like, fumbled it. Like, um, one of the biggest, obviously, concerns now is that we, we well, apparently we've, we've, um, we've now gone over the, the, uh, the peak. So we're beyond the peak now. But now the biggest concern is the second wave. Yeah. So how the government react now is going to be more, I think it's going to be more poignant and more key than the first time. Because the first time, I think everyone can agree now, it was a, it was a failure on the government's path because they had the time and they had the, the information, yet there was a huge lack of preparedness. <coughs> <coughs> and for a country, that that's not Corona, by the way. Just to say, I'm not actually with Lex. We're doing this via Zoom, just to let you know. Man's oh yeah, 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 Social distancing, social distancing. Really, social distancing. Nah, physical distancing, social solidarity. That's why. Hey, like tell him again. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah, fam. So like, okay, so now this, if there is, if there is a second wave, like, how do we react to it? Again, like, bro, all I think about is like, is this quarantine life that we're going through now? Yeah. Is this going to be a new reality for us in the sense that would we need to do this ever so often to help the to, to help the NHS, I guess, with um, avoiding peaks? Because there, there's all this talk about winter time. There's going to be another like another um, peak and shit like that. Yeah. So what, what are we going to have to quarantine during winter? Like, bro, it's it's just mad. Like the thing is, like, yeah. The thing is, the the thing is, bring that point up is important because then we have to we then we remember. Why did we start social distancing and lockdown in the first place? It wasn't exactly. actually to stop the spread of COVID because n- the narrative from Johnson was that they want to do some sort of natural herd. And the reason why we actually had to enter lockdown and we did get into it too late was because the NHS itself couldn't deal with, with the patients and, their, and the amount of people being sick at the same yeah. time. They're still predicting people become yeah. sick throughout the year. However, with the with the now reacted responded um, NHS and um, with the peak of people being infected at the same time being forty thousand, although people um, sorry dying has been forty thousand, it seems as though our yeah. NHS will now be able to steadily process these deaths and these lives. It doesn't seem like they've come up with a vaccine or solution yeah. to the actual illness, which is which is like really 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 quite curious, you know, and it's almost. It's almost quite a daunting yeah. knowing that, yeah, like, don't get twisted. We might be relaxing the lockdown. doesn't give you anything to do with the fact that coronavirus is, has, is ending or near its end. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very true. We, we don't know where we're at. I, I, I truly don't know. <coughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, don't worry, the corona. Um, I truly don't know where, where, where we're at. 
in this in this pandemic honestly like i really don't know where from what we've been told we've passed a peak so but i don't know if we're anywhere closer to actually um going back to any uh normality like um you know like like even that yesterday was yesterday wireless announced that they've cancelled um uh, their festivals yeah wireless is what july so yeah. obviously wireless obviously so you know i'm i think all these major companies and these like events and stuff they've obviously got their heads up or something's being told being whispered in the air that look like you know it's very unlikely for anything to go on for any mass gatherings to go on throughout the for, throughout this year like you know not no carnival still on the cards even though there were some rumors that it was cancelled but i think that was false but that's still on the cards yeah. i like i can't see the government allowing not no carnival to go through i really can't like i they've been looking to cancel that shit for years so this is a perfect excuse for them they're just like, nope, Corona, sorry, can't do it. Nope, like, they're just looking for an excuse. So I can't see, no, no. again, if not on the carnival does go, go through this year, if it does happen, this is going to be the best one because if all the festivals and the stuff around it is going to be cancelled, everyone's just going to be like... People are going to need a release, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a release. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's kind of hard to tell with, with our governments because, um, yeah, definitely we've seen a, a halt in social gatherings. However, with this yeah. relaxing happening from now, you never know. Yeah. Like our government really hasn't responded. They haven't actually put in any place. Like, yeah. can we really call this a lockdown? We're throwing around this term lockdown, but it's more social distancing and the closure of public gathering spaces because um, we're not confined to our houses. We really aren't confined to our houses, and we've seen that yeah. a lot of people also haven't been confined to their houses either, and they've been mainly staying. Yeah being out and kind of just enjoying themselves which is what we've really really seen in yeah. in reality of this perceived lockdown in britain and it's crazy like if this is what you call a lockdown then this is what makes me understand growing up when i was being told that i was punished and i was not allowed to out the house and then my other some yeah. of my kids being said they were grounded but they were still allowed out for a few hours yeah. i never understood that growing up but kind of like in this situation now if this is what they call a lockdown i kind of get what they meant back then for sure because yeah. it's, it's far from it you know it's far from it so i wouldn't be surprised whether or not they keep it on or let it go it will all be due to their agenda you know it will all be due to yeah. what what they kind of what it, what they want to do with it <laughs> and how they see it yeah you're right bro because again now I'm, I'm starting to think what is the agenda now like yeah. if it's to like cripple if it was to cripple the economy to the point of like you know massive bailouts from Arno, the public and shit then they're definitely on the right path of doing that um obviously if they again obviously they like we like to think and we're being told it's to save lives but yet we're seeing that this isn't the right <laughs> Such a freak. This isn't uh, this this what's called what we're doing isn't seem to doesn't seem to work. And again, that obviously we can't blame the government for everything. Well, we can, but we can't yeah. in the sense that like yeah, we got you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people yeah. that aren't there's a lot of people that aren't social distancing. Like, bro, I've like you know I go past like walking to the shop and stuff. Obviously, they all doing my one hour day exercise. I'm seeing shit, like people just in the parks like gathered up. You yeah. know, having barbecues or just t- tanning and shit like that. Like, and you're thinking, right? Like, why go for the social distancing? Like, why go for the 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 staying in your yards? Like, no one's trying to do that. 
and I, and I've, I I definitely feel like, especially the last week or so, people have just given up now, man. Until the government come out and say something else, I think people have just I think people have taken it to their own hands. Yeah, they're taking it to their own hands and said, you know, fuck the social distancing thing. Like today, I went to a shop to grab something. It was busy outside. Like I wouldn't even think it will get through a pandemic. It was mad busy outside. The yeah. only difference is people have masks over their face, and that's it. So I was like, nah, man. I don't feel like we're going through a pandemic, fam. It's, it's, it's especially the last week or so. The first couple of weeks, it was mad. I was like, right, but this is some real shit. Now and I think people are just like, you know. I think the first weeks was real, real shit because of the way they're reporting all of the international responses to yeah. the COVID virus. Whereas once we got yeah. Yeah. our COVID um, precautions, it started to seem a bit much less less daunting, you know? And it, and it's interesting because I was looking into why, like, why aren't our journalists actually questioning, challenging our politicians, which is the actual role in being the part of the checks and balances to power? You know, which is the role yeah. of journalists is actually to be one of the institutions that check power, make sure yep. that 100%. our governments yep. and centralised power does not become corrupt. Because, you know, there's that famous statement, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolute, power corrupts, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so I was thinking to myself, why is it that this is happening? And then I've done a bit of Googling, as I do, like to just do some research. And I realised that in modern times, I'd say probably who even knows, but I'd say... In modern times, since 1997, newspapers have been actively and vocally, which is something I've known since, you know, you can tell by the way that things are reported, but newspapers have been actively and vocally endorsing political parties. So, meaning that these newspapers would, would, would go out of their way to ensure that the way that these political parties are shaped in terms of the public eye are always positives, and then some of their opponents will be slandered in terms of being negatively or ill-reported and then also the same being done for those who they're supporting they would kind of like exaggerate the truth not focus on more serious points and steer conversation away from what's actually happened and i'm thinking is this something that's actually happened and i go online you could just google it you can see that yeah there's actually official endorsements from our journalists yeah. of these political parties and this to me really doesn't make any sense in keeping the institutions of power separated it's like, honestly, what, what, where, where do we get then get to see our, our truths and how to make our informed decisions? It's, it's almost as though the newspapers nowadays are, are just machines to, for adverts, machines for people well, to, to be mis misled into things that they're not, they're not, might, not, might not be actually needed in their lives or beneficial. Well, obviously... Uh... I'm happy you mentioned uh, newspapers because uh, the Telegraph have uh, released this article, and from I I'm perplexed by the article the the, the um, article. So the title is "Campaigners Are Twisting Bane that 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 good old word again Bane COVID Data to Further Their Victimhood Agenda." So now I'm thinking a bit what. Like remember in the last podcast we discussed about how um, black and brown bodies are actually dying at a higher proportion exactly. a, a disproportionate rate than um white bodies on in you know in all in in the front line of fighting this virus yeah and like so for the telegraph to come out of something like that you're thinking what the like what is like what is that like how like, can editor-in-chief allow that to be published like how can chris evans allow that to happen how can he allow 
his his journalist David Green to publish something like this, and it's like it's got it, you can see straight away it's not coming from the side of trying to understand, which is what some journalists yeah. aim to do. It's coming almost with a quite an accusationary tone with no empathy yeah. for deaths, <laughs> using Already? deaths to pimp a right wing perspective and to try to heighten again fan the flames of what is it? Fan the flames of separation, fan the flames of intolerance. You know what I mean? That's exactly, that's exactly, and I'm happy you said that, because already, like, when, um, like, the BBC or Sky were tweeting and stuff like, oh, you know, there's been higher rates of death in the, you know, black, and the BAME community, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, first thing I did is when looking at the comments, and obviously you get the standard, oh, oh, this isn't about race. Oh, no, well, white lives matter too, and all this kind of stuff. And look, yeah. like, no one's saying it's about race, but there is obviously something going on. Like, all right, cool. We live in a we live in a majority white nation. So if you're telling me I don't know, nine out of ten people who are dying are black and brown, you're telling me that's nothing. That's not something dodgy that that needs to be looked at. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't think people understand. Like these people just did like the and 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 this Telegraph um, article is like basically, and as far as I'm concerned, the Telegraph is obviously a credible paper. It's like giving credit to these ideas and thoughts that oh. You know, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing uh, sinister okay, or anything. Yeah. Um, there's no inequality here. Racism, like, if clearly there is inequality here. And clearly race is a factor in this. Ethnicity, I should say, is a factor in this because race isn't real. But and it's a foundationary factor. It's a factor that goes beyond just looking at COVID. It's a factor that look, goes into looking at the foundation of society. They exactly. That these people are. But why? Because <laughs> it's, but bro, if the same, same, same way, same bro, 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 bro. okay, cool. The government likes to use the terms war, war. This is a war against COVID nineteen. Yeah. This is a war against but we like if we look at the history of this country and in, in, in wars, black and brown bodies have always been put at the front line with a lack a lack of of um the tools and gear and gear they need to fight their wars. Yeah. Like there's so many historical um, contexts about black and um, Asian, um, African and Asian soldiers fighting without, you know, the, the, the right uh, gear to fight in World War Two and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So if it's a war, then you're just repeating what you always do in wars. You're not giving the, the, the black and brown bodies the adequate equipment to fight this war. Exactly. So, you know, I don't see this, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of um, uh, class class uh, issues in regards to this as well because I'm sure these black and brown people are well they probably have a nurses or they're probably in areas with you know um, what they call less affluent areas etc etc but yeah so like for the Telegraph to to come out brazen and write an article like that boy we'll see we'll see what happens we'll we'll see how that that manifests but again You know, this is where it's like, oh, who's speaking for us in this uh, this context? And when I say us, I am going to say use the BAME context. Who's speaking for us? What prominent black or brown um, politician or or, um, or, or, or or business leader or something has come out and condemned this, or, or just yeah. or, or just writer? In, you know, yeah. And do you know what it is? Yeah, it's like I just feel like. Enough, like, when will you have enough self-respect to stop writing condemning narratives on groups of people based on their genetic predisposition and the facts of history and the facts of war, the facts of or brutality? I feel like yeah. in the modern time now, let's, let's be real. We're in a state of, in our Western world, like, less brutality than we would, normal, than we would have seen 100, 
200 years ago, as well as an improved quality of living due to technology and due to improved systems and improved processes. However, to, for us to have got there, there was a lot of tragedy and there still is a lot of tragedy going on still for this kind of system to be perpetuated today. However, like in terms of needing a leader, we do need a leader for sure. And not only do we need a leader, but the people that are attacking us needs to give it a, give it a rest, you know? They need to give it a rest and stop with all of these these assaults and stop with all of these kind of all of these kind of narratives and baiting people, gaslighting whole groups and cultures. Oh, the gaslighting for is the too sake much of selling. You're, for the sake of a quick coin that won't go further than your probably own existence and won't probably even reach your generation because you know perpetuating this kind of quick coin does perpetuate more violence and more hostility. You're willing to divide whole groups and misrepresent whole peoples. And like, yeah, we talk about the BAME group. And there is a lot of people within the BAME group as well that, that are trying to fact chat and perpetuate these kind of negative causes, but still hide within, our, within this group and small screen. So it kind of does really annoy yeah. me when you see these individuals targeting groups. And just because of the individual's looks and the individual's tone, they represent a whole nother, a whole nother group. In my yeah. perspective, a lot of these things do stem down from class before anything and past anything. And that's where I kind of resonate with <coughs> Marxist view. It's not that I want things to be done in a socialist way or communist way. I just want the recognition of class playing a role in corrupting and driving these kind of negative abnormalities to be recognized. Like we need to recognize them people and those, and, and those groups need to take responsibility because it really isn't a responsibility of those that don't have the power to do anything, you know? Those that do yeah. have the power to do things are dividing people that don't have the power. And those people that don't have the power are in a lower category of class, a lower category of access to yeah. things, <laughs> to resources, you know? To, like, when the most highest piece of technology comes out, we, a lot of people, the average person won't know until 20 years later. That's a fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. guess what? Yeah. Because they don't know of its existence, they're not missing out. But had you known of the existence of something yeah, you're missing out on, believe me, that desire will be resonating there and that frustration until you receive it will be there as well. But until then, the, the lower classes stay getting confused with fighting each other and confusing each other. While these idiots that own the papers who aren't idiots because they know what they're doing. Like I said in the last in the last podcast, it may be an agenda to reduce the government and to um, yeah. mistrust within British politics. You know, yeah. people to capitalize more in the chaos. You know, but I'll still call them these idiots because at the end of the day, they are aiming to ruin lives on a mass scale. Are yeah. like you're, they're working like you know like these idiots like David Green? They're working for people that don't give two tosses about them. You know. Yeah. You know, you'll never, they will never, a lot of these agents, agents of the upper class, as in I call them agents because they themselves aren't members of the upper class. That, those, the editor-in-chief of the Telegraph, the, the, the journalists of the Telegraph, they're just pawns, you know? They are pawns, no, of course. And you're they're all pawns. That we burned out first. They're all pawns in this capitalist... Uh... Will. It's the will. It's capitalist yeah, because yeah, it's... Um... Yeah, no, I definitely they are they are they are well. We say they're all pawns, bro. They're also they again, but now you use the right word earlier. 
agents. They're definitely agents. Mm-hmm. They're perpetuating this um, cycle of inequality in society, particularly in a British society. Because don't forget, bro, we live in one of the most in, unequal societies ever. Just because, you know, we get to go on holiday and, and you know, uh, and buy gums and, and get to go uh, uh, drinks on a Friday night after work and stuff. Bro, I don't mean that, you know, this is an equal society, bro. This is the most unequal, this is one of the most unequal societies in, in, the, in the world. Like, that's not getting, that's not getting twisted. It really is. Um, the only thing that I, uh, the only thing, and, I'm, and I, 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 I fight myself in this sometimes, and I'll say fight, but I'm always, I, I, I definitely question it a lot, is uh, the social mobility in this country is there, it is there, but it's not as widely accessible That's to everyone. That's a fact. Because there's obviously like, you know, and this is another conversation for another time, another day. And I would love to have, to, us to have this conversation with um, people from these areas. But like, even like the North-South divide, like we know as people that live in London, we have much more social mobility uh, schemes and stuff and access to things that you know provide us with skills and jobs, etc., um, what which aren't you know in the north of England and stuff like that. But that's another conversation, anyway. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I t- totally agree. But you know, again, the COVID, this Corona thing, COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it, um, it's it, hard. It's exposing it, people. It's, it's exposing a lot of things, yeah. bro. But again, again like. You know, I like to always remain optimistic in everything I do in in, in 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 my thoughts and stuff. But I just shudder to think the legacy that this is going to leave afterwards. And when I'm when I, and the legacy I'm talking about um, uh, right now is, is more to do with, you know, economic wise, social economic wise. You know, is this going to plunge a lot of people into, you know. Um, uh, debt or, or, or more reliant, more relying on the state in terms of like you know universal credit etc. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you know all the all these things like you know I'm thinking like shit like what is actually gonna come of this like you know is there gonna be a huge recession are people gonna lose jobs you know like yeah it's it's it's, it's crazy like you know even like not a lot of jobs will be back by it well, yeah no you're right, you're right. a lot of people aren't well, going to go back to jobs. This is my, my thinking is though a lot of jobs will be back straight away. I think it might be a building up process because I'm thinking about like pubs and bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna like you know? I, I, again, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know many people that work in pubs and bars and like barmaids and stuff. I don't know if they're being furloughed or are they have they just been, you know, out and out sacked or yeah. like, you know, what what's going on? Like, and obviously, a lot of the only reason why there's probably hasn't been a mass. Um, rise in unemployment right now is because obviously the furlough thing that's going on, on yeah that is the only reason because obviously the whole fact of um, people are being furloughed um even though uh rishi sunak uh chancellor Shekhar said that they're gonna obviously um uh go yeah. back on the furloughing in um by july but yeah. that's uh, that's either insinuating that we're all gonna go back to normal by july or they're just saying like yeah whatever happens where this furlough thing this is this furlough thing can't run for too long so you don't need to get your 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 your, your accountant all because this furlough thing can't run for too long. Because bro, most companies aren't gonna pay people a wage to stay at home, especially if they can't do their work from home. 
like some of us are fortunate, like, you know, we can work from home and stuff. Exactly. But if you can't do, if you can't add value to your company at all from your house, why are they going to pay you for, you know, rightly or wrongly, why are they going to pay you? You know, and that's, that's going to be, that's going to be something that's very interesting to, um, to see what happens. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that whole shift, like in terms of how people start to look at work and who they work for and in terms of how they make their money, is it really worth working with someone for so many years that it's just simply going to fire you as soon as the first crisis hits? Or well, you could start off learning a low amount in the first year of your 10-year business, but by the time you're on the 10th year, you have a financial stability that will be more, pro- um, will be like more proofed um, to being, to being like vulnerable during times of crises, you know? Like, it's going to be yeah. perspective, like, what does security mean now? Is security just job security? How are you going to manage your money? Are these things going to become more important? Well, yes, they definitely will be more, especially if people get into more debts and then evictions start to happen fast right after the the COVID. Because we do know that we can't be, people can't be evicted during the lockdown, but nobody knows what's going to happen after the lockdown. It's kind of like a suspension that can be catapulted anywhere. And with the positivity that, the tabloid seems to be given the government is seeming to give the government free reign to behave as they want with no accountability you know yeah of that hypocrisy comes again like we have our government telling us to clap for our doctors and our nurses and now oh, the shit. royal mail is painting like a few boxes blue they're spending all this time and money to bring all this press release on all this information when they could simply use the fees and funds to Hey, our nurses, doctors, and and um, NHS staff, you know. And then on top of that, to make matters worse, where where there's individuals on the front line handling these things day in, day out, you know. We have doctors now that are, you know, we have a doctor now that has been trying to express those views and those points of point of views, and all all like you know, all all Matthew Hancock can say is. Uh, to mind your tone, as though that was the most pressing issue here, when Dr. Rosina Aline Khan was making her plea in the Houses of Commons, you know? It just goes to show that all that is on frontline here is pride, ego, and more ego and pride. No care, empathy, or representation for the people of Britain. This isn't what made Royal Britannia. This isn't what made... Let's go back. That Royal Britannia stuff is all, that's some colonial Ooh, white supremacy. The same, bro. <laughs> so white supremacy shit. Okay, no. Nah, but no, 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 bro, you're right. No, all that clapping, is like, I ain't clapped once. And I'm, I'm, I'll say that, I'll say that powerfully. I ain't clapped once. Not because I'm not, I, I don't uh, admire and respect what the NHS um, nurses and uh, doctors are doing. Trust me, I have all that admiration for them. Only because it's such a meaningless and performative gesture. Okay, cool. As as a people, I guess I, I appreciate that's just, how we can show um our um our uh thanks and stuff but if after the, after the back of this if the government aren't coming out and giving out pay rises or or, or, or wiping out student debts or or putting in like laws to help out or nurses get on the property ladder and stuff or, or initiatives and stuff like you know um uh, uh yeah initiatives for, um, for nurses and doctors to get discounts on, on, on new builds or whatever, then it's all bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. If, if, if they're going to ask for a pay rise and you're going to keep, uh, and you're going to vote against it, then it's all bullshit. Then what? Then like, what's, what's the, what was I clapping for? It's, it's, it's nonsense. Exactly. 
Side note though, have you seen the clapping video of um bye bye, what's his name? Prince Charles and his missus? Nah. Oh my gosh, bro. They it was so scary. Like they oh bro, it's scary, man. I like they just clapping the clapping is the clapping is clapping is so offbeat and like they just look so awkward. Obviously don't use NHS, they don't use NHS for nothing, but they just the clapping so offbeat and awkward. Like People that have, apart from Jerry JC, Jeremy Corbyn's only videos that actually looks quite normal. Like he's clapping normal, but him, um, but um, Prince Charles and Camilla, I and uh, what's my man called Nigel Farage, their thing just all looks so weird, fam. Uh, they just don't seem like real human beings, man. I swear. No, no, but, honestly, uh, dude, they yeah. seem so fake certain times, like, it's like yeah, so this behavior is foreign to them, <laughs> literally is, man. But honestly, bro, like, yeah, the, the clapping thing is, is um. It's bad, like the clapping, the the blue letter boxes. Unless they're doing like, bro, it's it, like one one thing I'm really happy happy and proud to see is when I go past like um like cafes and and um and bakeries and shit. I see in their shop window like oh ten percent off NHS stuff and that, and that's wavy. And I, oh, I I'm I'm a huge I I have this whole thing about I think if you work for this um for any public body, any public company, um, public body. So obviously the NHS is a, a, a public uh, institution. Um, arguably MPs and I guess people that work in like, you know, um, uh, politics and stuff like um, civil service and all that kind of stuff. If you work within that, you should be afforded some, some so, benefits yeah, from yeah. society. You know, it is whether that's, you know, 20% of travel or nurses should I think nurses do get uh, expenses on travel but I don't I, I don't know that to be true but um you know just travel or like I said earlier like schemes and stuff and 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 you know discount on going to the cinema and all that kind of stuff because this at the end of the day you're providing the service to the whole nation especially the NHS you are looking after people at their weakest at their lowest you know, like, what's, I think it was a couple of podcasts ago, we said, bro, like, thank God our immigrant parents, when they did decide to come to the West to come and get back some of the money that was stolen from their nations, that yeah. they, didn't go to, they didn't go to America. Because thank God they came to a country where at least, you know, from all the hard work that they were probably putting when they first got here, if they got exhausted or fatigued or, or, or injured during that work, they can go and get adequate uh, free medical support. You know, yeah. at least, yeah. bro. You hear about stories in America of people like you know, uh, uh like yeah, like I don't know, gardeners or landscapers and stuff like, like um, injuring themselves and then not going to the hospital because it's like, bro, I can't afford these medical bills they're gonna give me. It's crazy, man. So, so yeah, so mad. And it's like, at the end of the day, what are we driving here? We're trying to drive here better quality of life. All of us, you know, we're, yeah, yeah, it can be like that. It's not, it's not like we're going to say everyone needs to be super rich. People can still be richer than others. Just like, come on, let's increase the quality of life for all in a way that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, that, sure, that's what any, any um, societies wanting to do. Be, yeah, it would Ambition be. Should be yeah. It seems like to have the most. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I don't the, know. The main aim of these Western societies right now is to have the most profitable states and to almost be the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, by any means necessary. But yeah, it's but any means necessary, bro. 
So yeah, Sunday, that's when Boris is going to make his big announcement for what they call the second phase of the corona um, pandemic and the yeah. quarantine situation and lockdown. The date on Sunday? So we're going to see what's going to happen. Uh, it's Sunday, this Sunday. One second, I'm just going to get the date. For that what's Sunday? date on Sunday? I don't know yeah, what the date is. Yeah. Bro, I'm like, every day feels like Sunday, man. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're just weird. I don't know what the days are no more. It's I really not, don't. Right? The times are so odd. It's like they literally just roll into another. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yes, Sunday the 10th of May. The 10th of May, yeah. Because obviously, don't forget, the three-week extension was goes up to tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow is, um, yeah, the 7th. So, so, yeah. so uh, there's a bit of a great area. So does that mean that what? Eight for night, people could do their thing until we're told otherwise. Exactly. Um, yeah, so obviously, 10th, he's going to make it uh, announce the second phase. My assumption there is that's going to be to do with, uh, well, not my assumption, it's clear it's going to be to do with, you know, what businesses we'll should be, be um, preparing, yeah, opening up again and shit. Uh, I'm sure he's going to still encourage people that can work from home to work from home. Yeah. Which is, you know, no bad thing. Um, maybe schools as well, that's a big one. Like, Bro, kids have been off school for almost two months. Yeah. Oh, I say off school. Apparently, school, apparently there's some kids, kids off key yeah, workers are still going to school. You've been um, teaching still yeah. 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 And yeah, some kids, some, but obviously that also, again, you know, that might be from the, the next the next podcast because obviously yeah. I know we're recording yeah, and really yeah, soon. Exactly. Um, let's discuss education next one. But um, yeah, like, so we're going to see what happens, man. We're going to see what happens. Uh, Prem as well. I know they talk about Prem when that's going to start. Um, I saw that the Bundesliga starting the, this month, so oh, Germany are getting back to yeah, Germany are getting back to again German Germans yeah, Germans being known for their efficiency. Yeah. They're getting back to it where yeah. even the death toll like they've they've really had a good hold on this. Yeah, um, but yeah, managed to but, get ahead of it and handle it well, unlike some. Yeah, but yeah, man, the news made us do that. The news made us do this. Let, let, let's, let's stay tuned in, yeah? <laughs>